let's talk roster makeup. On the offensive side of the ball, receivers and tight ends seem to still be a little thin on a 53-man roster. When we look at the defensive side of the football, a little strange. Ten defensive ends and defensive linemen and only five corners. So this is going to be very interesting. We'll talk about the roster breakdown, and we'll tell you whether or not the Cleveland Browns can hover around 500 in the beginning of the first four or five games. It's G. Bush. It's Jeff Lloyd on the Locked on Brown podcast. You are Locked on Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB, on the LOB, the Locked On Browns podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day, your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd, your host from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, and of course, the Barbershop, 92.3, the fan, Garrett Bush at GBush91. Make sure you check out the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show Monday through Friday, 11 to 1. Garrett's in the fan every Saturday morning, post-game coverage, pre-game coverage on game days coming up here for you to catch Garrett Bush as the Browns are set. To begin the 2022 NFL campaign, first official 53-man roster dropped yesterday from the Cleveland Browns. I wouldn't say there's a ton of surprises. Uh, I think everybody figured it would be Jacoby Brissett and Josh Dobbs. Uh, We spoke a bunch about this. Demetri Felton does come in as basically the fifth running back, maybe also the sixth wide receiver, four and a half, as I said, five and a half as far as a wide receiver room. Currently only two tight ends on the roster for a team that, you know, look, Everybody carries at least three tight ends, so you definitely think there's going to be some movement there. O.J. Howard was a popular name yesterday. It looks like that's going to be a done deal to Cincinnati Bengals, basically a deal done before he's even touched ground uh, down in Cincinnati. Offensive line, 10 on the roster to this point. Um, I, I don't know if I would say that's a surprise. I think one thing that stands out to me is Drew Forbes. After all these years, he wasn't even a Barry Stefanski guy to begin with. He was part of the last draft class by um, – former general manager John Dorsey, but Drew Forbes to this point survived the cut. Ten defensive linemen, six DNs. Um, we knew, obviously, the clown was going to make it. We knew Miles Garrett was going to make it. We knew both the rookies were going to make it. Thought maybe there was a battle between Winovich and, um, <clears throat> of course, you know Isaac Rochelle. Um, both, for now, appear to be on this roster. Uh, linebackers, six. Walker, Phillips, uh, JOK, Taki Taki, Tony Fields. Felt all those guys were going to be here for the time. Jordan Kurzik is still, I'm sorry, Jordan Kurzik is still on the Browns. Hasn't been in camp very long. Leading tackler the last two preseason games. That one was interesting. Um, and only five cornerbacks on the roster to this point. Um, we all know about Greedy Williams and his health issues. Um, so that seems like a soft number because, I mean, you know, you're one snap away from only four corners to start the season. Um, safeties, you did go five deep. Uh, DeAnthony Bell find a way to beat out a veteran kind of like a veteran uh, to, you know, hopefully, you know, be a part of the special teams unit and good for DeAnthony Bell. Um, you always like a feel-good story coming out of camp. Um, there's still work to be done, and we're going to get to that on the offensive side of the ball here with Garrett Bush and myself. Um but Garrett, I would say not a, a ton of surprises. I, I would think just maybe, 
you know, a couple of guys here and, you know, maybe it's a soft here with a little asterisk by it, um, knowing that the Browns, you know, still have some players to look at and probably a couple of players they want to get in the building ASAP. Yeah, I, I think, you know, one of the things that the Browns might be doing is they might have their eye on somebody that they really feel is, is a guy that can be um, plucked or a guy that might be, be um, you know, a casualty here in the first couple of weeks of the season. Because as we look, um, one of the things that really get me and hit me in the face is I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at the receiver position um, and I'm looking at the tight end position. Right. So when I look at this receiver position, I see people's Jones, Schwartz, Bell and Woods. And it's it's wild. Like I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like, OK, well, if, if if one of those guys goes down, if one of those guys is performing uh, poorly, you, there's really no really backup to really go with there's really no guy that you could just plug in and say okay we'll put this guy in it looks like these guys are going to play through injuries play through whether or not they're playing well or not and and they're going to be a part of it I think it also shows you that David and Joku and Harrison Bryant will be playing a lot I think uh we we we, uh, envisioned that uh because Deshaun Watson was here that those two guys will have a limited more of a limited role because of the skill set Deshaun Watson has I don't, I don't think that's going to be the case in the first 11 games uh, because those guys are going to be on the field a whole lot, uh, especially if you, have, uh, if you have an option to put Mike Woods on the field or, uh, or uh, Njoku or Harrison Bryant, I guarantee you they're going to put those guys on the field. So I think the receivers at five is a little, um, is a little head scratching. And I'm also, you know, offensive line, defensive line, 10 apiece. That's kind of, <laughs> you know, you, you go too deep. That I think that just goes to show you that they they want guys that that are able to step up. And there's some question marks. Um, Jack Conklin obviously made this squad. Um, he was never going to be thought of being cut. But here's the thing about that: you 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 got to have some some backup pieces for him because we haven't seen him. Um, he has been injury prone throughout his career. He had a major injury, uh, which cost him the rest of his season last year. He didn't really practice or, or do anything during the preseason. So you got to have guys ready to go. So that's why I think you see um, a lot of those guys, um, you know, up front uh, that are, are ready and willing to back up guys like uh, Jack Conklin. So receivers, offensive line, I think the running back position group, we already know what that was. We, we, we thought that we're going to carry five, especially because Demetri Felton was a special team guy and could go be as a receiver. So I, and, and they were very high on Jerome Ford and obviously Dearness Johnson, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb are all um, studs back there. So um, I wasn't very, uh, I wasn't very surprised by that. So those are my, my thoughts on the, right, the offensive side of the football. When you look at O-line receiver and of course at running back. Some and, and I mean, getting to a couple of names here, you know, obviously, you know, we had mentioned OJ Howard yesterday, and it again looks like it's a done deal for him going to the Cincinnati Bengals. Hey, you want to go to the JV squad of Ohio? That's all, all good on you, OJ Howard. And one thing I do, I would say is if, um, maybe Deshaun Watson was playing quarterback for the Browns for this first 11 games, maybe the Browns would have had a better shot at a yep. player like OJ Howard. Um, you gotta look at the tight end position. Look, nobody carries two, two is not enough. You have to have at least three. Um, my assumption is they're looking for. The blocker, it's not going to be whether or not you, you know, what you can bring as far as a receiver. I think they're more content, more than happy with players like David Njoku and Harrison Bryant. It's going to be somebody who's more of a steady blocker, a guy like Anthony Fersker, uh, former Tennessee Titan. 
uh, can be active in the red zone as a receiver. It's probably a name I think they're possibly looking at. Who knows? Maybe Randy Moss's kid, Thaddeus Moss. Uh, you know, reputation there is that he's a good blocker. Maybe not much else. Something to look at. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers cut wide receiver Tyler Johnson. I loved Tyler Johnson a couple of years ago coming out of Minnesota. Um, another player similar to, I would say, David Bell. Um, he was a guy that didn't test well during the process. Uh, not the fastest athlete. Yeah, da, da, da. We all know how that works out from time to time. And guys get missed. Guys get passed on. Uh, Tyler Johnson, I think, has like 36, 37 career receptions in Tampa Bay uh, in his first two years. Um, it was a little bit of a surprise cut for them. But the Buccaneers are deep at the wide receiver position. Uh, Tyler Johnson can plug and play. Um, the Browns could get him in immediately. Um, you can set up a small package if you need him. If you are concerned about putting Anthony Schwartz out there week one, if you have reservations about putting David Bell out there week one, um, Michael Woods is going to be tough. Michael Woods did make the squad, but really hasn't done anything in a couple of weeks, slowly working his way back into practice. I'm not essentially sure what you could count on from Mike, Michael Woods you know, for week one, but getting a guy in here like Tyler Johnson, who has experience, has had some success in the league and was just in a bad spot in Tampa Bay where you had Mike Evans, you had Chris Godwin, Brian Julio, all these other players. Um, there wasn't going to be much run for him, but a guy like Tyler Johnson, if I'm the Browns, this is one of the guys I have to get in here today because I have to give myself some insurance at that wide receiver position in case, uh, you know, the hiccups that the young kids have been having do continue to proceed in this week and certainly going into next week as you're prepping for the opener in Carolina. Yeah. You know, I I look at all of these cuts and and when we look at um, specifically some of these guys, you know, it it just simply dawned on me, these guys going to give you some minutes. Like there's a lot of people that these guys are going to get a lot of minutes. So, you know, some of the names are names that are not household names. Some of the names are, are guys that you haven't seen very much of. And I think it, it, there's this excitement level that I got for just seeing what the team looks like because, first of all, the starters haven't played. None of them. I haven't seen Chubb, Hunt, uh, Mari Cooper, none of them. Ward, Denzel, or Newsom. We haven't seen any of those guys. Put, then put on top of it. You got a brand new quarterback for this year. No Baker Mayfield, so you're getting used to seeing that. And on top of it, the guys who just are new to the roster, for especially the receivers, the defensive tackles, some of these young guys, those guys are in your two deeps, and you ain't seen them play. So for me, it just almost seems like this is a brand new Cleveland Browns team. Um, after and and I think one thing that we've been lucky to have is is a little bit of continuity. Um, because we did we have hit on some players in the draft. We, we do have the same coaching staff and the same coordinators. So we've been kind of getting used to, you know, that thing where you, you got continuity and you don't really see massive change in, in either direction. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see and, and watch and see how they, they go ahead and maneuver it. Um, but one thing's for sure, um, those guys that we don't have any clue about, they're going to get some minutes. They're going to be contributors. It's just yet to be see what they bring to the table. Uh, look, there's always work to be done. I mean, you're going to tinker, you know, and, and even in the coming days as, you know, another team makes a move, um, you know, somebody's going to have to leave their building. If the Cincinnati Bengals are going to sign O.J. Howard, that means they're going to have to release another player. Um, so this is, you know, your final, your first 53. Um, it will change numerous times exponentially uh, throughout the season as it goes on. Um, but the Browns right now definitely look like uh, could use another body or two. We're going to flip it up here. We're going to get our thoughts here on the initial 53 on the defensive side of the ball here. 
that was, I think, a little easier to garner. Still maybe a name or two that, you know, I wouldn't say, uh, you know, if it comes to your housing arrangements, you're looking to buy, maybe looking for, I wouldn't even say rent. I wouldn't even say lease, maybe Airbnb for a couple of guys on the defensive side of the ball here as the Browns continue to get some work in. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your latest Lockdown Browns. Life full of twists and turns, and it's important to show up for you through it all. BetterHelp Online Therapy will assess your needs and can match you with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. I've had issues over the last few years. Everybody knows my family has gone through some significant losses over the last few years. Um, there's been times where it's, it's tough to get up every day and fight the fight. Um, and if that is you and that applies to you, you, you need to do what you can do to be the best person. You can be the best version of yourself for yourself and for everybody else in your life. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online, available for people worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you don't have to be on camera if you don't want to. And getting therapy every week is as easy as a few clicks on your laptop or phone. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available. It is a great way to invest in yourself. Visit their website and read the testimonials that are posted daily talking about the bedside manner, talking about the quick turnaround time from reaching out to the therapist and the therapist getting back to you. Uh, just absolute ton of this and the reviews uh, have better help looking like it is an outstanding product. In fact, so many people have been using better help that they're actually now recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. They have a special offer for, offer for our listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on. That's 10% off your first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com slash locked on. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. G. Bush in the building, Jeff Lloyd in the building. Make sure you continue to subscribe to that. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Make sure you hit that notification bell um, so you get all the updates for the Cleveland Browns videos and our podcasts that drop anywhere that you download or get your podcast. Make sure you continue to support that and follow us at GBush91 on Twitter and at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd on Twitter as well. If you missed anything, we go back to the beginning. We'll recap that for you. We just got done talking about um, the offensive side of the football in the 53. Guys that we, we were a little surprised about. Guys that we, you know, frankly, knew would make the team. So we talked about that, broke that down on the offensive side of the football. Now it's time to get to the defensive side of the football. And, Jeff, when you when you look at the defensive side of the football, I think we, entered, uh, we mentioned this in the intro. Ten defensive linemen. Now, usually, generally speaking, you, I, I would see somewhere in between seven, maybe eight is stretch. I haven't seen a lot of defensive line with with, with a full complement of 10 rotating players. Um, I, I think to me, when I look at that, Taven Bryan, Jadavian Clowney, Jordan Elliott, Miles Garrett, Isaac Rochelle, Isaiah Thomas, Tommy Togi, I Chase Winovich, and Perry on Winfrey, Alex Wright. I think what they're, what they're telling you is, we need to find some guys. And traditionally, uh, Jadavian Clowney has been nicked up a little bit during the season. Um, he, he I, I think last year was one of the one of the only years of his career where he played a full season. I think that may go into it in terms of why they got 10 defensive linemen. I think also, you know, defensive tackle. I think they don't they don't view anybody as clear-cut starters up front of D tackle. If somebody wants to perform and do well. I think they'll rotate those guys in and out through the whole season. 
until somebody decides to make enough plays or, or show and prove that they're worthy of, of that number one unit uh, tag at defensive tackle. I, I think that's an, another big thing as well. And injuries. Uh, Chase Winovich was injured the whole preseason. Alex Wright was a little dinged up. Um, so these guys uh, are people that are, I'm not going to say injury prone, but they've had some in- injuries during during the preseason. Maybe they want to work them in, fold them in, in a little bit lighter. You know, just throw them out there and just say, go play, right? They're going to fold those guys in, rotate them in, and work them in slowly. And then I think a- after that, the, the biggest one was cornerbacks. Uh, Martin Emerson, AJ Green, Greg Newsom, Denzel Ward, and Greedy Williams. I, I got a lot of faith in that that unit right there. That's a, there's a lot of good football players, and I think Martin Emerson and AJ Green just show you how good it, what the depth is at cornerback. Just because they're only riding with five. Now the whole goal is if we can ride with five and make make sure that we don't get injured, right? So I, I think that's going to be a big plan, too. But those are the things that stand out to me, the five defensive back, ten defensive linemen uh, in the defensive side of the football. For me, right off the bat, you know, six defensive ends. I mean, you know, when you have a 53-man roster, you know, when you get to the point where we're actually talking about third teamers in the NFL, it does seem kind of odd. Um, of course, you know, Garrett Clowney is, you know, the juice that makes everything on this defensive side of the ball go. Um, Alex Wright, you think you have something there. You understand it still needs some time. Isaiah Thomas, you have a reserve defensive end who can give you some pass rush. He is a disciplined player as far as you know his run assignments, and he will do what is asked of him. I think you make a good point about the injuries. Is Isaac Rochelle here? Because maybe they don't know when Chase Winovich is ready to go. So he's the fifth defensive end, but basically just keeping a seat warm for when Chase Winovich is ready to play uh, this defensive tackle room and the Browns, it, it, it's where they're rumored to be interested, um, you know, in making a move at the defensive tackle position. We'll see how this plays out, but again, you're not going to go find Aaron Donald at this stage of the game, uh, you know, to fill out that into tackle room. Five corners does seem light. Um, you know, normally most you're going to keep at least six, um, you know, greedy Williams, his injury concerns, certainly, you know, for me, tad bit of a red flag. There is the possibility, you know, you're going to bring somebody back, on the practice squad that you're comfortable with elevating in the game like situations. Herb Miller obviously would be you know, a certain candidate there. Uh, DeAnthony Bell was an impressive run for him. Uh, you know, here was a guy that came in and we talked about it. If you're going to be an older undrafted rookie, there's a couple things you need to do during training camp and preseason games. You need to look like you are a veteran. You need to look like nothing surprises you. And DeAnthony did all those things and more. And so for a guy like that to get in here, uh, you know, he is the first North Florida football player to ever make an NFL 53. Um, it's just you know, good on him. I think you know, he probably beat out a player like Dakota Allen. There's going to be a lot of special teamwork for DeAnthony Bell. But I think this is a player they like. They like his work ethic. They like his football intelligence. Um, you know, Ronnie Harrison's a good player, but sometimes his football intelligence and just his overall on-field intelligence has certainly been questioned. Uh, Richard LeCount, there's times where they think they have something there with Richard LeCount, and then there's times where, you know, Richard LeCount seems he's a million miles away. Um, you want to play a lot of safeties, so therefore you need a lot of safeties. But you definitely, you know, something at the cornerback position because, um, you know, look, I mean, Denzel Ward, Greg Newsom, you know, they, they have their dings. We know that. Um, Greedy Williams, it's, it, you know, anybody, nobody knows when it's going to flare up and you could lose Greedy for, you know, significant amounts of playing time. But there's some work to be done on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, the glue of this defense, what is great about this defense is there. Um but you're going to need just a, a couple more fill-ins, you know, the defensive line. Can you get a D-tackle? 
Um, is Isaac Rochelle only here because Chase Winovich isn't ready to go yet? And, you know, you're carrying six linebackers, but this is a team that predominantly wants to play a lot of nickel and dime. So it seems like six is a little heavy. So definitely some tinkering, some maneuverability still there for Andrew Berry uh, on the defensive side of the ball. But if you're Joe Woods, you got to be pretty giddy about, you know, basically the top 13, 14, 15 players that you have on this defensive roster because you should be able to out, go out there and get things done. Totally, totally. Because now you got you, you look at it from last year. All your guys are back. All your top guys are back, and the guys that, that aren't back are guys that you really feel that can are an upgrade at that position. Uh, Emerson really showed me a lot. Uh, he's the guy that's going to be in, in that rotation, big, long, athletic, makes plays, can come up and tackle. I think that was a, a, a very good pick. You look at uh, you, you get Phillips back, who was a guy that was missed all last year, who is going to be fast and be around the football. JOK in his second year. So for me, I'm looking at Joe Woods, and I'm saying, hey, you should be free to run whatever you got. Your, your top three safeties are back from last year. Your top four corners are back. You got an opportunity to be able to run with exactly what you want to run, manufacture pressure, and be a dominant force. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with this uh, defensive side of the football and how they move and rotate with it. But I'm, I'm extremely excited for what the Browns could possibly be able to do. This team is it's ready to go. Um, you've moved on from Deshaun Watson now for their the next eleven games. Um, that era can start uh, in December when Deshaun Watson's ready to go here. But you put together a, a solid roster, and this is the one thing. And, and I will continue to harp on it. And I think one thing that kind of gotten lost here in the last few months is the Deshaun Watson coverage has been off the rails, and it, it, it's the disservice that's been done to a lot of other people on this roster. A lot of work Andrew Barry's done as far as putting together a good roster. How does it all shape out for the first 11 games? Garrett Bush, Jeff Lloyd, we're going to talk about that here in just a minute. BetOnline.net is your source for all your pro and football betting needs and sports in this season. Find all of the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's opening week's games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including the MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action Bet online where the game starts. Right back on Locked On Browns podcast. Just a friendly reminder: this is the place you want to be during the season for all of your Cleveland Browns updates, news, and analysis. We'll be right here every single day. Twenty-eight hundred subscribers. Let's go. Let's get two hundred more by go. the eleventh. Let's go ahead and knock that out. I think we can do that. Let's put that. Let's put that out there, man. Let's get to three thousand subscribers before the season starts. That's about mm, about two hundred or so. I think we can get that done, um, and we'll continue to to uh, bring you this this content, and, and hopefully we'll get to that three thousand. Um, Jeff, you talked about it before we came to break. What is the what is the upside for this team? What is it going to look like in terms of the win loss record? I think that a lot of people, when they talk about, you know, when they had it broke down, when they knew what Deshaun Watson was getting in the beginning, they broke it down in in the first six games. And so a lot of people talked about it in those first six games, just how uh, winnable those were. To me, I look at the first four and I, I look and say, OK, that first four are winnable. Right. But it's the NFL. If there was only one guaranteed thing in the NFL. You can't chalk wins up. 
You can't chalk, chalk up an L anywhere. You got to go out and play every single game because the NFL comes down to a few bounces and a few plays every single day. That is why every single team in the beginning of the year has some sort of uh, optimism about their season because they know and understand how fickle the game is. A missed field goal, a couple of turnovers, an injury here, a bad call, and all of a sudden, you're 0-3. All of a sudden, you know, you can start off 3-0 and because you got some things to bounce your way a little bit. So when I'm looking at this, I, I think the Cleveland Browns, you know, when they look at those first 11 weeks of the season, I think you got to be somewhere between seven and four or possibly six and five, seven and four, six and five, get you um, where you want to go. Um, if you're five, you know, when you're talking to look at these, these records, I think that it's going to take maybe 11 or 12 wins to get to the playoffs. Uh, we, we don't know, but I, all I know is it's really competitive. It's going to be super competitive. Uh, even if a team like the Raiders or some team that was supposed to be really good at the beginning of the season, they kind of falter and lose some games. Just because they lost some games doesn't mean that they're still not a good football team. Those teams are capable of coming back and biting you uh, in the you-know-what and coming back to really upset teams because they have they have all the compliments. They got pretty much every team in the, in the AFC has a competent quarterback, including the ones that ain't in the top list of groups. Like, you look at the Tennessee Titans. You know, they, they, they got Ryan Tannehill, right? Uh, they got Millie, they drafted Millie Willis. But at the end of the day, what they do is run the football anyway. So you still could go play a team like that. And by the way, the Tennessee Titans made the playoffs last year, right? So those are the things that we're talking about. I think you at least got to be six and five um, and, and pushing a seven and four because I don't think you can just ask Deshaun Watson to come back and be a superhero, Superman when he hasn't played in weeks. Like, he got a little bit of time against Jacksonville, didn't look that good. He has not played in a long time. I don't think you could come in and say, Deshaun Watson, please take us to the playoffs, especially if you've got a, a, a below 500 record at, like, maybe five and six. Well, I mean, the big kick there is when Deshaun Watson does return to the NFL and to the Cleveland Browns for the first time, it's going to be almost 700 days since he took a regular season NFL snap. So certainly, you know, to damper expectations a little bit certainly sounds the way to go. The key to this for me is this first four games. Carolina Panthers, New York Jets, Pittsburgh Steelers, Atlanta Falcons. I don't care who's playing quarterback for this team. These are winnable games for the Cleveland Browns. But this is going to set the tone for everybody in that locker room. Can you go win the games you're supposed to with Jacoby Brissett as your quarterback? Because if you can, this gives you more confidence when you're going into games against better opponents. Um, they can't kind of, I, I think any hiccups early or looking bad early, I'm not, you know, look, these are professionals, I understand, but could dampen the morale of that room and start to get people wondering about what the record is and what the actual reality is about when Deshaun Watson comes back to this team, what he can do for them in a six game stretch. But these first four games, you know, and you know, even if it was Baker Mayfield's play last year, these are winnable games. This team still went eight and nine last year, started three different quarterbacks. Kareem Hunt missed nine games for this team last year. Um, you had players in and out of the lineup, whether it was injuries, whether it was COVID related, you know, on a weekly basis. Um, you've chose to elevate David Njoku. You chose to bring in a player like Amari, Amari Cooper. And the biggest thing with bringing in Amari Cooper was you relieved yourself of what was a major headache. 
was a wide receiver room. Not only were they underachieving and underperforming, they were causing problems for your coaching staff, for your quarterback, and spent a lot of times basically playing Dr. Phil as opposed to trying to identify what was wrong with your offense and why it was not producing at the levels it should. Uh, defensively, and this is where it gets tough because you you want to say, hey, we can lean on our defense, but you can't lean on your defense for 17 games. You can't expect week in, week out that this defense, and even though they did do it nine times last year, held their opponents under 16 points, that's sometimes a little bit of a mirage. You can't truly expect that that's going to happen again, and it's going to happen throughout the entire season. There's going to be times and weeks where the Browns defense is going to get scored upon, and you're going to have to go out there and get it done offensively. You can't just be Nick Chubb. It just can't. Um, you know, Jacoby Brissett, yeah, obviously, you know, you're a placeholder here right now, and they're asking you to you know, not lose games. Um, but in the same respect, you're going to have to go win some if this team is going to have to have realistic expectations. But this team is going to need to be six and five, five and six at worst. When Deshaun Watson does come back into that building, if you think you've got a puncher's chance at making the playoffs this year, it can be done. I am not one of these people that just sits here and thinks this Brown season is over before it started. Uh, when I look at players like Jadavian Clowney, Miles Garrett, uh, Grant Delpa, John Johnson III, Denzel Ward, Greg Newsom, Jam Jeremiah Usukoromoa, Joe Petonia, um, Wyatt Teller, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Omari Cooper. These are pros, pros. These guys, you know, they're not just going to say, oh, well, you know, none of this matters until Deshaun Watson gets back. It's not the way these guys are wired. It's not the way they play. Um, they wouldn't be here if they were those type of me personalities. They would be here. That's one thing they have done is gotten those guys out of here. This is going to be a damn good football team. There were, their record may not reflect it, but this is going to be a damn good football team, Garrett. Totally agree. Totally agree. I think uh, it's going to be a great football team. They'll just have to win games different. Um, you know, sometimes, you, you know, a lot of people think that you got to have a franchise quarterback to win a, a Super Bowl, and I'm agree with, with that. However, you can win individual games without a franchise quarterback. When you get to the playoffs, you need, you do need a quarterback that can make throws um, because you're going against the, the, the cream of the crop. You're going against the best on the best, and, and it gets really competitive when you get into playoffs and, you need to, and you're playing teams who also have franchise quarterbacks. But when you're in a regular season, guess what you can do? You can win games a few ways. You can win games with defense. You can win games with special teams. You can win games with scheming. Uh, your coaching staff can do a great job of game planning. You can you can win with turnovers. There's a lot of different ways that you can skin a cat, and the Browns have those those playmakers and players to to do those things in order to win different while they don't have a franchise quarterback. So this year is going to be very exciting. And if you're a football fan. An overall football player or a former player or you just like the game, this is going to be great because it's going to be week in and week out. It's going to be about strategy. It's going to be about blocking, tackling, execution uh, to see what games the Cleveland Browns can win, and I I'm looking forward to it. It's not going to be flashy. Um, and if this team is successful, it's probably not going to be flashy. Um, and if you're a defensive-minded person who enjoys good defense, um, that could be the key to what drives success for the Cleveland Browns early here in 2022. Um, as always, we appreciate everybody who makes Lockdown Browns their first listen, whether it's uh, on your favorite podcast platform. Make sure you're following, subscribe to the show. Or, of course, now on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, notifications on. So when this content drops, it is there for you to digest. He is Garrett Bush, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Monday through Friday, 11 to 1. 
ton of coverage this week. Next week, rolling into the Browns opener, the Barbershop 92.3, the fan, um, every Saturday morning. Certainly other appearances where you can catch Garrett over there. And, of course, the pre- and post-game show, any Browns game. Make sure you're following at GBush91. Me personally, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. The show at Lockdown Browns. Follow back account. DMs are open. Ideas, questions, you always feel free to hit us up over there. Um, you know, our first 53 is here. I'm sure this 53 will probably be different. I would say probably by three o'clock this afternoon. There's a good shot of that as, you know, always tinkering, never finalized. And we certainly know that about Andrew Barry. Um, always, always looking to put in the work, looking to improve his football roster. This has been your daily delivery of all things dog pound LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.